I can make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'll be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting and fishing. Good morning and welcome to Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. We're going to be talking hunting, talking fishing, and talking just about anything you can do outdoors for the next hour. Right here on KWSN Sioux Falls, 1230 AM and 98.1 FM. And this is a South Dakota edition of Gone Outdoors. Brought to you by Ray's Sport Marine, your local Lund Boats and Bennington Pontoon Dealer in Moorhead. RaysMarineMoorhead.com. Adventure RV across from the fairgrounds in West Fargo, your number one RV dealer in the FM area. AdventureRVSales.com. Are you fishing for a snack or gas in Lakes Country? Lakeland General Store, your one-stop shop. For all your needs in the Lakes area at the junction of Highways 59 and 34 in Dunn Villa. Linex of Fargo. This is Linex Country, home of the adventurous. Ion Ice Fishing and the all-new Ion Alpha Ice Auger and Devil's Lake Tourism. Scott, it's uh, it's always good to be back. And uh, as I said earlier, this is a South Dakota edition of Gone Outdoors we're talking hunting, fishing, and everything you can do outdoors from the South Dakota perspective today. Yeah, we certainly are. And, you know, even here in South Dakota, we're, we're, it's not quite a the same climate that we were in in Fargo. It can be, but generally it's a little bit warmer. You know, the seasonal transition seems to be slightly behind just a little bit between Sioux Falls and Fargo. On this end of the seasonal transition, on usually come end, spring, yes. they get the jump start on us. Yes, yes, for sure. Transition, season transition, we talk about it all the time, all year long, uh, especially in the fall. That fall period gets so busy going from open water to early hunting seasons, you know, into full-blown hunting and still open water fishing yet, and it everything gets all jumbled up. But now... Hunting seasons are wrapping up. Open water fishing in our neck of the woods is pretty much done. Put a fork in it. You know, down south in South Dakota, um, that's going to go for quite a while yet. In a lot of spots, it'll probably go all, all winter long. Uh, but right now, it's ice fishing. You know, everyone is really turning their attention to ice fishing. You know, every seems like every big community has ice shows of some type going on for the next month. Everybody's buying buying all their new ice equipment, getting everything ready, because everyone's well, excited about ice this year. Every, you know, as every year, you get really excited until you fig- figure out that Mother Nature isn't going to give you the ice that you've been ho- hoping for, or you got too much snow, or whatever it is. Right now, it looks like it's going to be a great year for ice fishing, it, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, it sure does. And an early year for ice fishing, we're getting the jump on it early, and I know uh, uh, just a little preview conversation with one of our guests later in the show. Uh, he's already been on the ice in South Dakota. Yeah. Uh, that's impressive. 
And you talk about ice shows. Uh, we are doing this Gone Outdoors here uh, as a South Dakota edition of the program. We are uh, currently this weekend at the Fargo Shields Ice Fest event. And, uh, and, and we're doing a separate show for those folks up there. I know that the Shields in Sioux Falls is having an ice fest here in a few weeks after Thanksgiving. That's coming up. Um, you know, of course, and then you've got the, the big St. Paul show and, and the Fargo show as well that take place. Lots and lots of those opportunities to get geared up for this uh, exciting ice season that's just starting. It certainly is. You know, for, for both of us, as a lot of our listeners, uh, it's not the case where they're still out deer hunting, and a lot of people will be, you know, through throughout the different seasons with muzzleloader seasons and rifle seasons still continuing on, archery seasons. Uh, but for us, our deer hunting is probably done. I, I know I am done for the year. I've harvested uh, the deer that I'm allowed to take. Um and I know, Kyle, I don't think, I think you're full on ice fishing now, so I don't know if you're going to get back out. Although you do have a bow tag yet, you can go out and use, but I don't know if you'll have time to do that. I'm I'm reserving that decision for after the ice shows are over. Um, most likely you are correct, but I'm not, I'm not 100% going to say it's done. That opportunity is always there. Um, and what I love about deer hunting many 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 different things but one of them is the harvest preparing that harvest eating that harvest getting that harvest ready to for freezing so that we can enjoy it throughout the year um, got all of that done now and something new that i've been experimenting with this year haven't done it yet but i saved the supplies for it is to make venison bone broth that you can use for soups and stews i have never done that I, where you just make the broth itself. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, one of the things I've really liked to try and do lately, and I know you have too, Kyle, is try and use some of these parts of the deer. And we've talked about it on air a lot, these parts of the deer that a lot of people just normally just throw away um, and use them in something. You know, like we talked about bear grease, you know, here a couple weeks ago. Hearts are another one it's strange with hearts though people are with deer hearts people seem to either love them or despise them well they're they're a unique texture they're the and when i tried it the flavor was delicious the texture was a little different um i'm definitely in the camp of of continuing to try those i i will say we had a couple of guys in our deer camp who listened to uh, our segment with Jeff Benda and they and and then last year also with uh, Mr. McFadden, they kept a shank and they're going to yep. be trying to cook some of that up this winter and uh, I'm I'm very anxious to hear about how that's going to turn out. Yeah, and I started that last year after our interview with McFadden. That was the one new thing I did last year and I'm continuing this year where I saved all the shanks. Which you always save that meat anyway, but threw it in sausage meat. But saving it in the shank form is and cooking cooking it up that way. Uh, once you do, a, you'll continue to always do that. Those podcasts are available at kwsn.com if you want to go back here a couple of weeks and listen to Jeff Benda's uh, segment on outdoor cooking. Yeah, he's got some really good stuff, and on that on that podcast, you'll find his website. Uh, I'd highly recommend going out there. I'd highly recommend going and checking out uh, our website, breweragreoutdoors.com. We've got some recipes there as well. So it's a mixture. Some are fishing. Some are, you know, 
hunting recipes, different things we've uh, tried and, and kind of grown to like over the years. And it just decided that it, we like them so much, it would be great to share them with all of our listeners. So uh, another place to find new ideas. And isn't, isn't that kind of, as you've alluded to, Scott, kind of what the fun part of it is, is trying some of those new things, those recipes maybe someone else has as a tradition in their family, uh, or maybe that you've just never even thought of trying and, and giving it a whirl and seeing if you like it. Yep, the traditions don't stop at deer camp. For many people, deer camp is a tradition. Well, those traditions can continue uh, throughout the entire harvest and, and uh, consuming of that game that you harvested, and you can create new ones. And that's what we continually try and do is create new traditions for us and our family so that uh, we can make the best use of these animals. Absolutely. And uh, you know what tradition we have uh, really grown into here at Gone Outdoors, Scott, is having some fantastic guests. And uh, this show is no exception. It's a South Dakota Focus show. We're going to talk. We're going to take a conversation with Mr. Chris Hull. We've never had him on the show before, but he works for South Dakota Game Fish and Parks. Really interested. He's going to give us some uh, some tips, some updates, some reports on pheasant hunting throughout the state. We're going to talk to Neil Jensen. Uh, he is the one that I alluded to earlier that has already walked out on uh, a little bit of ice. Um, safety first, folks. Safety first. We're going to make sure we emphasize that. But uh, he's going to talk about early ice conditions and early ice tactics. And we're going to wrap the show up today talking to Mr. Steve Hansen from Marshall and Hansen. He's an ice fishing industry insider. We're going to talk new products and things that ice anglers have to look forward to. Don't go away, folks. We'll be right back with a whole lot of Gone Outdoors. Turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I've been